Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, alignment climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. See habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
And good evening, everyone. It's the mobile edition of the weekly wrap-up show. It's your boy, Brett Swinney, alongside a couple of, of, of different faces tonight. Uh, Vince will be joining us shortly. Corey's out for this evening. We've got Kyle, Jeremy, and the professor is going to come in for a little segment. Welcome, guys. What an honor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should be talking to AEW or something tonight, but instead we're going to be talking East Texas football, and I'm here for it. This is like the uh, this is the off the ropes edition of the weekly wrap up show, guys. I was confused. I had to check my notes. What are, am, I, am I? Is it Young Bucks or the Buckeyes? I'm confused. Which one we're talking about tonight? <laughs> uh, want to welcome uh, Matt Diggs in. For those of you who don't know, Matt, Matt, uh, introduce yourself so some of these texas faithful may not know who you are yeah i am my name is matt diggs you can find my twitter work at, at professor diggs and i'm currently 36 in east texas pickham so just pretty much disregard everything i say because kyle is ahead of me and if kyle is ahead of me then i, I really have no benefit to being here but i'm going to try to at least redeem myself verbally See, Matt, the, the problem is I'm more familiar with the small schools. So you got the big schools in DFW. I'm, I'm more of a small school guy myself. So that's that's the only reason. I, I would say are, are, are we balanced out? I call myself small school Digsy at times. I mean, but uh, when Gilmer is one and two, what can you do? I mean, I'm just... It's a surprise. It's a surprise for sure. So... So Matt, I mean, how are you feeling? And you're, you you just said you're thirty something. Uh, your pick'em uh, crown is at Jeopardy over here in East Texas. Uh, what's going on? I'm winning the DFW area pick'em, so I do have that going for me. Currently sitting at a nice uh, uh, twenty-three and six in first place over there. So we'll, we'll get there. Eighteen and twelve over here on the East Texas side of things. Uh, but I'm learning. You know, I'm, I'm still learning uh, Texas High as dominated DFW schools so far, so that, that's been a little bit of a surprise. Uh, but uh, I, I learn, I adapt, and uh, I'm tired of Price Carlisle letting me down. I don't even know where Price Carlisle is, and they, they let me down every single week. I just, I can't pick them right. I mean, you should be listening to our show, Diggs. If you Ooh. listen to our show, I mean, KO, am I right or am I wrong, man? I mean, we... I mean, that, I nail like, on head right there. I mean... I was 10 and 0 two weeks ago, Diggs. I just got to tell you that. We won't talk about last week. Six and four is not terrible, but, you know, 10 and 0 was pretty good the week before. And, and Price Carlisle, Diggs, is, is, I believe it's over Russ County, over near Henderson, I believe, yeah, is, is between, where that would be. Between Henderson and Kilgore is where you would find that. There you go. If you would have gone with the Tigers the last two weeks, you would have been correct in those games. But alas. Still just trying to figure out the East Texas small school thing. and But it's fun, and, and, I, and I'm glad I could, I'm, I'm glad you have the net SN app so I can just easily get on my phone on Thursday right before the games and enter my picks in and uh, pray. That's pretty, that's pretty easy. Probably the easiest way you pick games. Isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I love that you have that instant – I feel like I'm a net SN uh, – advertiser right now but uh, I love that you have the who picked what so I have that immediate kind of regret like uh oh this is not looking good for me right now yeah I'm I'm one out of 51 that picked that game I'm in trouble maybe yeah <laughs> it could be the other way it could be uh the only one that picks it correct so you know but even though I'm 36 I am in the top 20 percent you know so 
Yeah, I'm definitely not bottom dwelling. Well, that's good. So, uh, so Matt, while we've got you here, um, what games over the first couple of weeks that you've seen kind of surprised you or that you like over here in this East Texas area that you that you could tell us about? Absolutely, I'm surprised by Tyler High and their resurgence. Them beating Mesquite Horn the way they did last. Them winning at home was not a surprise. Them beating them by three scores and completely dominating a ranked 6A program has just made that 7-5A Division One ridiculous now because you've got Lufkin, who you know, Lufkin versus Longview at uh, Longview this week is just going to be an absolute banger of a game. Forney is playing lights out. You have McKinney North, who made the playoffs in this district last year. This is a six strong, uh, you know, six teams that could legitimately be ranked in the top 15 in our DFW area poll are basically going to have a battle royal the next couple of, uh, you know, next seven weeks. So we are talking about fantastic football uh, out of Lufkin and Tyler High. And can they, because they started out like that last year. I remember Lufkin got on my radar uh, beating AM Consolidated, and then they just kind of fizzled out when district starts. But I think this year might be a little bit different, especially with Tyler High, because, man, they, they're, they're looking dominant. And what can you say about them? So that completely surprised me uh, so far. Uh, Pleasant Grove has played very well. You know, they, 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 they had a very uh, fluky but last-second win over Brock, uh, and that shows their strength. So I'm keeping an eye on them. Surprised by Gilmer uh, falling off the way they have, but Carthage has just been absolutely dominant so far. Uh, so a lot of good football happening out in East Texas right now. Uh-oh. He might, yeah, he he might has be a frozen. of look at, at that commentary, <laughs> but but Jeremy, uh, to, to quote CM Punk, have have I told any lies? <laughs> you have not told any lies, and, and you know we've actually talked about this a lot on the show. Speaking of Tyler High Diggs, first off, the whole state of of Texas, the football scene is better when Tyler is good again, and uh, Coach Woods has got those guys going. And you're right, I actually picked against John Tyler. Sorry, I picked Uh-oh. against Tyler High last week. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, and it was mainly – I mean, and, and KO could tell you this. I've been tooting the, the Tyler High, you know, horn for the first two weeks. I just wasn't sure they could handle the um, the front lines of horn. And you and you know that area digs. They, they got a bunch of D1 guys up front. And it's one thing to, to run around guys or whatever, but to dominate the line of scrimmage and to win a game by two touchdowns where they did, I thought was very impressive. Uh, and, and you're right about that, and, and it makes that district a lot better, as you mentioned. And the whole Gilmer thing, we've spent a lot of time talking about that. Kale will tell you, and and I think that it's, you know, every good thing comes to an end, right? And and even Carthage, maybe there are they still what they were? I don't know. We were kind of shocked when when Chapel Hill beat Gilmer the way they did, but then Gilmer to lose to Kilgore, and then you know the Paris game. I don't know. I mean, Diggs, you probably know more about Paris than I do. I mean, I, I've kind of after I saw the score, I kind of looked and I was like, man, what in the world is going on there? <clears throat> to win that game by three, kind of shocking. Sorry, got a little exactly. choked up there. Jeez, <laughs> got worked up. Uh, Diggs got worked up, but uh, just uh, you're right. You haven't said anything that's not true yet. You've said a lot of things that we've been talking about for the last few weeks for sure. But uh, man, I think that the biggest surprise in three weeks in East Texas definitely is Tyler High. I, to piggyback off your point, though, Jeremy, I know when I was in school, we played Paris. And the, the idea going into the week that we were playing Paris is if you get up on them early, you got them. Like, you're, they'll, they'll self-implode if you get up on them early. But you let them hang around, 
and they will be the toughest team you play all season. So I don't know if it's still that way. That was 10, 12 years ago, but I don't know if it's still that way, but that's, you know, historically how Paris has been that if you, if you let them hang around in the game, they're going to give you the game of the season that they, for, for them. But, um, so I think that's partly what happened with Gilmer. I also do agree though. Gilmer is, I think is a little down this year and it's going to be, it's going to be inter- interesting to see how Coach Metzl and, and the Buckeyes navigate through the season. Hmm. Yeah, Paris is absolutely a playoff team in that District 8-4A, but, I mean, they're going to be fighting uh, for seeding because, obviously, you want to avoid playing uh, Salina in that first round. And District 7-4A, which is what 8-4A uh, will be playing in the first round with Salina and Panther Creek and Carter, that, that is a much above average district this year. Uh, so if you're a Paris fan or a Sulphur Springs fan, seeding really matters in there because uh, the difference between three and four might be a, a playoff win or not even or not even being competitive in the playoffs. So do we see the Gilmer-Pleasant Grove game being closer? They're kind of on two different spectrums right now. I, um, I don't think it'll be close. I don't either. I mean – if we had if we had talked about this preseason, we and we did a little bit probably we we probably would have thought the game would have might have been a little closer, but just the way the two teams have started has kind of been polar opposites. Yeah, I think PG would is, I think they're going to put it on Gilmer this year. Um, if now that's it, that's if they played right now. Now you we both know teams can change throughout the year. So, um, but right now, if they played tomorrow, I would put PG by probably three or four touchdowns. Oh, on so Gilmer. you're so you're telling me. That the 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 gap between PG and Gilmer is greater than the gap between PG and Carthage. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think about that, Diggs? I mean, Pleasant Grove, you know, they, they only beat Brock by uh, a field goal, and then they only beat uh, Midland Christian this past week. They've been coming out to Dallas a lot. They're, they played in Prosper this past week, uh, and, and now they're coming out to play a Frisco a Frisco Memorial team that's been absolutely horrendous. Uh, so to me, can Pleasant Grove score enough to beat them by three or four touchdowns? That would be my concern. Uh, but I, I definitely think they're a favorite over Gilmer. Well, the thing about Gilmer is, <clears throat> every time I go to talk, I'm choking up, sorry. But they gave up 71 in week one. To, to Chapel Hill, no no thing there. They gave up 24 to Kilgore in the loss, and they gave up 40 in the win against Paris. I think Pleasant Grove will have no issue scoring against Gilmer if, unless they tremendously improve defensively. I mean, I don't know what you know about Midland Christian, how much you follow Taps, Dig, but that's a, that's a pretty good Taps team, you know, historically. Uh, so to score 45 against them, I mean, I've had to make that trip to Midland and take my loss before. So uh, just, you know, I think that I would definitely say the gap between Pleasant Grove and Carthage is smaller than the gap between Pleasant Grove and Gilmer. I think that, you know, as good as Carthage is, they're still, I mean, they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're the best team there. But they, they may question not be. Marks too. Yeah, they have some questions defensively. You know, they have some questions defensively a little bit, it looks like. You know, and that falls under culture because you can see these teams that struggle a little bit. And even Gilmer, you know, I, I'm sure there's going to be that light switch that comes on by the time the playoffs hit, and, and they're going to definitely be a tough out. Uh, yeah, but because they're going to have to get ready in that district because obviously when you have Pleasant Grove and uh, – and, and Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh can, can be a scary team at times, you know? So Gilmer uh, will get better as that uh, because the DFW teams in four AD two are not very good. good. So they're going to get a little bit of momentum before they have to start playing those East Texas teams again in the third and fourth round. And, and I never want to see a Gilmer team in, in the playoffs, no matter how 
far down they've been in the in the regular season. You see that across the board at times when you have uh, teams that see, that struggle. I've seen that with Salina quite a bit. Salina will have you know lose a couple of head scratchers and non district, and by the time playoffs come, they, they turn it on. So Gilmer has that culture and that tradition, and it, that's why I've been losing against them because I, I haven't been listening to you guys who are, are watching them and, and seeing that talent gap. Uh, but I, I still think those young kids are going to get a lot better uh, by the time we get to week 12, week 13. Well, and to your point, Diggs, the 8-4-A district they're going to see, other than Carthage, as long as they don't have to face Carthage in the first round, I'm not sure how strong it is. Now, we've been talking a lot about that district with Brownsboro and Rusk and, and Van and how good are those teams, but I think they'll be fine until they get – I mean, they have a chance to make a playoff run as long as they can avoid Carthage early. I think, is, I think they need to avoid center too. Because well, center has yeah. shown that they can right. put up a ton of points, and Gilmer has shown that they give up a ton of points. So I think if you avoid Carthage or center, you have a, ch- a better chance. But I think Carthage or center well, that, is better right now than Gilmer. And that district's showing to be pretty deep. You got Brownsboro's undefeated, Bullard's undefeated. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, and, and listen, I love, and those, I love those teams, and we've talked about them. But, but look at who they're playing versus who Gilmer's playing at this point, you know. Sure. Um, I mean, but that district, Gilmer should finish second. They should be able to avoid Carthage and center both. I mean, unless North Lamar, who's 3-0, and or Pittsburgh, who's 0-2 at the time, or right now, if they can, you know, somehow sneak. I don't, I don't see Gilmer losing to one of those two, either one of those two teams. So, I think they'll avoid that and have a, you know, a road, and they will get better for sure. I mean, they're, they're not a team that's going to – I say they are. Maybe they're not. We, we've had that conversation, too. Maybe they are what they are right now as we go forward. But even Van in the second round, you know, or the first round, if if that's the third seed in that district, that's a that's not an easy draw. Van, no. the, the, the mighty Vandals can uh, uh, p- play play very strong uh, football. So you know, in center, I, I spent way too much time researching center in North DeSoto last week because you know, <laughs> I have my own pickums. I'm trying to figure out these Louisiana games and North and that was a, a shootout. North DeSoto is, is a fantastic team in Louisiana and they're, they're a team that's playing for a state championship every year. So what center did to play them competitively and, and keep that as a one score game, even in the loss center is constantly going up in, in value in my radar. Their, their stock is definitely trending the right way. Scoring a bunch of points for sure. That's for sure. Well, Matt, uh, I don't want to keep you from your crew, but I appreciate you joining us tonight. Hey, there's a there's a show we do every week that you might want to check out before you make your picks. It's called the Beast from the East Show here on NetSN. Uh, go check that out. Uh, it might help your uh, your picks. And, and if you start rising up the uh, standings, we'll know exactly why. I'm going to trust myself for a couple more weeks. Not that I won't be uh, tuning in anyway, uh, but uh, I, I will redeem myself. And uh, you've done a good job picking a, a wide spectrum of games across the classes and uh, even private school uh, games that are, that are very challenging. And I probably should have known not to uh, pick against Tyler Chapel Hill early on uh, because they have come out of the gates just ridiculously on fire you should have listened to me you you i told you you should have left us in that poll and i i told you that was bulletin board material for the bulldogs you are correct sir i apologize (laughs) that's professor matt diggs uh thanks for joining us matt Matt. we'll catch you next time thank you for having me for a few minutes always good to have the now that was Jonas. that was very cordial between you and you and uh, Professor there, Jeremy. I'm proud of that. It's so it's only wrestling that gets y'all fired up. <laughs> they didn't start talking table fire table <laughs> matches or anything. We... 
we haven't seen each other in a while, guys. So you know, I, I guess the the that's because Jamie's been he's been still injured from all those matches they had. He's he's been on the, <laughs> he's on the injured list. Absent makes the heart grow fonder, Jamie. That's what that's what that is. You know, complete side note here. We were we were researching. This is like way off topic, but it's okay. We we have a, our fantasy football league, and we were like, what should the punishment be if if you lose if you're last place? And I came up with it. You should have to go. Being be involved in a backyard wrestling match, like one of these promotions, you should have wow. to be in one of the matches. Like, I think that that'd sounds be awesome. fun to me. That I would try to fun. lose. I would try to lose on purpose. I, I would know. tank the season. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Be awesome. All right, let's talk anyway. about some of these good games we had this uh, this last week. Uh, week three uh, kind of started off with maybe one of the games of the week. Uh, Timson Dangerfield guys. Uh, Timson was able to squeak it out, and and no, I may have talked to you guys about this, but. What a way for Bussy to return. 90 seconds to go. Um, Garner gets cramps. Uh, it's like, uh, hey, uh, Terry, can you can you come in, sub? Oh, oh, number one ranked athlete in the state. Oh, yeah, sure. Leads them down the field for a, a game-winning drive. Um, you know, I had Timson in this one, but, man, this was a great game here. And, of course, um, we are still uh, keeping Chase Johnson, the quarterback, in your prayers. I don't know what his status is for this week, but – uh, any of you guys that saw the accident, um, uh, just, just a miracle that he was able to to walk away, be alive in general. So uh, it's, that's awesome uh, there. Yeah the 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 game lived up to the hype. It was it was kind of everything we expected it to be. Um, it was a question mark. We kind of assumed that Chase wouldn't be playing uh, Friday night, or yeah, Friday night. Um, and he didn't, and like you said, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Chase, and and I wish him a speedy recovery. But um, I, th- I would like to see them play again with Chase and Terry Bussey playing the complete game. I think that would be really fun to watch. I'm I'm not sure the outcome would be any different. I still think Timpson's the better team, but um, it would be fun to watch. It would be a ton of fun. Uh, so I think I think Coach T over at Timpson had Terry in his back pocket the entire time. I think Terry's was ready to go and he was just being cautious with it, which absolutely is Mr. Texas football for two A. You got to be cautious with him. But um th- to have that on the bench to like, hey, our our quarterbacks cramping up, can our, you know, Mr. Two A Texas football player of the year come in and I don't know, win us the game real quick. Oh yeah, sure. No problem. I mean it's just it's like you write movies about this stuff. So uh-huh. um I, I think Timpson's a very good football team. I don't think they're going to have any problem this week with with Wascom. I think that one's going to be be over early. And and according to Coach Thurwanger over there, Terry Bussey will be starting this week against Wascom. So the question is fun to over, see him. over under how many quarters will he play? <laughs> Maybe halftime. Three. I think he plays three because he he needs to shake off some rust too. He hasn't played all year. I mean, other than <laughs> the the ten seconds there or whatever, but he hasn't played all year, so. He needs to shake off some rust too. So I, I think I think he plays at least three quarters, depending on how big the lead is at that time. Well, just to clarify, Bussy played the entire game Friday night. Uh, he played receiver and DB the entire time. Yeah, he played the entire game. Um, he did come in and play quarterback the last ninety seconds. Oh, uh, that's um, what it was. Yeah. So he, but he played. Oh, man. Um, so if you take into consideration the fact that he was on the field the whole time and, and Dangerfield Let's didn't have everything Johnson. I said. Yeah, forget well, no, I mean, I, I mean, said too. I'd... It's not something that was advertised. I just happened to know somebody pretty close uh, to the situation on the Dangerfield staff, and uh, we were talking about it, you know, this past weekend. Um, but 
like it's still the truth. It, when your quarterback goes out, I mean, think about Dangerfield situation. Their quarterback doesn't play, and they have to go to their backup the whole time. Their backup's not Terry Bussey, you know. So that makes a huge difference. I will say this: um, I, I would like to see him play again too. And and there's a couple of things about it. If you were at the game or saw the live stream of the game. I'm not so sure that – I mean, Timpson wins at the end, and I saw the play that they got down inside the 10 on, and it should have been a penalty. Uh, oh. And the illegal formation and the refs let it go. And, um, you know, I mean, who knows what would happen even if they called the penalty there or whatever. But this game is – this game was pretty stinking close with with Dangerfield playing without, you know, their best weapon at QB. So, uh, I picked Timpson in the game. Uh, I, I thought with Johnson out it would, it would just make too much of a difference. But, man, I mean – I don't know, man. It, Danger feels good. Danger, Danger feels, feels good. really good. And and you know, I've been one of the ones all year saying, like, man, what they got to prove it. And I think even in a loss, I hate to hand out those trophies, Ko, but even in a loss, right then they <laughs> proved it. Go. Here we go again. We uh, can't even get through one game. It's a but, close loss, and it's it, but, oh. It, but Ko, think about it. They go on the road to take on the best player in the state at the, in the classification, and they lose by seven in the last ninety seconds of the game. I mean. Other than winning the game, they can't do much more than that, right? I mean, I agree. I agree. It's 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 so it's a good. Lot. I agree. I agree with you, but I also feel like this is a this is a different situation than the Kilgore Carthage thing. But for sure, anyway, we're not going to get into that. But 100%. yeah, I I agree. Yes, you can you can take from this. Okay, we only lost by a touchdown in the last ninety seconds to one of the best teams in two A in the state without our best player we're good. Like that's, that's the mentality you can have going forward. So absolutely. I, I'll agree with that. I, I think if they meet again and you know, if they were to play again, I, I don't know. I don't think it might be different. I mean, put them on a neutral field somewhere and let everybody be healthy and see what happens now. But let us play quarterback for Timpson too. Well, for it, sure. You know, no, that's the thing. I mean, uh, you, you got to give everybody all their weapons and maybe that's different, but I don't think you're going to see busty at quarterback a lot this year. Truthfully. I, I think he may, you know, just be a playmaker for him. Yeah. I, I think they're going to protect him as they go forward. Now, you get in the playoffs and they're trying to win the whole thing. And of course, you put the guy in the backfield. Why wouldn't you? Um, but I, I, like I said, I did pick Timpson. It was a great, you know, it, it was the game was what we thought it was going to be and probably even better without the quarterback. Vince, we're talking Timpson Dangerfield. We're talking about the, about how Bussy led the, the uh, game winning drive. Actually, we found out he played yeah. for a game of receiver. We didn't, yeah. we didn't know that. So he played, he actually played the entire played game. Over. Played the entire hmm. game, receiver and DB. Okay. Um, um, all right. The next, I think Vince knew where we were because he wanted he to get did. to this name too, he so we did. could talk about <laughs> talk about Beckville and Harmony. Okay, uh, let's and, go, Vince and and Kyle. I've been because <laughs> Kyle's been telling me he's got some stuff to talk about too. Um, this one surprised me a little bit. Uh, we kind of were down on Beckville. Everyone except Vince was down on Beckville. And uh, they came out and, and put it to harmony. Um, yeah. Guys, I, I'm feeling – I know Jeremy and I have talked about this a little bit. I don't know if it's about Beckville, more of it's about harmony, just not being – and on. They're not, they're not grooving right now. Something's off with harmony, I think. I have an explanation. Okay. I have an explanation. Come on no. with the excuses. It, and it's, it's not an excuse. <laughs> it's not an excuse. But last year – when Harmony made their deep run, they were very fortunate to be very healthy throughout the entire mm-hmm. season. They didn't have a lot of injuries. According to Coach Jenkins over at Harmony, he and it's public information, he posted it on Facebook, so I feel comfortable saying it. But okay. he said in his 20 years of coaching, 
he has never seen a rash of injuries with a football team like he has this year at Harmony. The two starting tackles were out Friday night. They had a defensive lineman slash fullback slash tight end playing left tackle. So, and then they had another skill position player playing right tackle. Their starting quarterback, Boston Seahorn, Mr. Everything for Harmony, he got hurt, knee injury. He's going to be out for a few weeks. He should come back later in the season, but he's definitely out for a few weeks. Then you have um, that same Braxton, the same guy that had to play left tackle. He's banged up. They're without a kicker. Like, they are just hit with the injury bug bad. So, yes, credit to Beckville. They still got to go out there and play. Like, Harmony's not just going to roll over on them. So, credit to Beckville. But also, Harmony's dealing with a ton of injuries right now, which is why we're not seeing that same Harmony team that we saw last year. They were very healthy last year, bitten by the injury bug this year. So, it's it's unfortunate, and you hope that – and they have very good under they have very good uh, sub-varsity squads. Their JV and, and freshman teams are very good coming up. But now they're kind of getting thrown into the fire quicker. So learning curve right there and with the injuries. So they'll be okay, I think, once they get healthy. But, yeah, right now it's a a tough time for Harmony. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, injuries happen. They're part of the game. It is. Um, I mean, honestly, I I, I joke around with the polls because, you know, uh, I just don't take them that serious a lot of times. But the Beckville thing – to me, it was hard to count out Beckville because they lost to Timpson. Because this is exactly what happened last year. Last year they lost to Timpson, and then they went undefeated the rest of the season. And they beat everybody else they played, you know, until they got to uh, uh, Joaquin, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they played Joaquin again, and yeah. they lost. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so, to me, I, I'm not going – throw them out of my pole when they, you know, because they lost to Timpson again this year and Bussy wasn't there because we already kind of established that Timpson without Bussy is still a really good team, you know. So I was just going to let them do what they do, which was show up and play football. Now, somebody else may have counted them out. I mean, there there might have – Harmony might have <laughs> thought they were going to walk in and just do whatever they wanted to do, you know. But something that I used to say – when I was playing football was that, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care what your record says, and I don't care what the paper says about you. You still got to suit up and play me Friday night, and it's not going to be easy. So I'm going to give you hell. Let's, let's, <laughs> speaking of polls, let's take a poll. Who picked Harmony to win on the pick'em game? I did. Go ahead and raise your hand, Vince. I don't remember what I picked. Yeah, he picked Harmony. I did. He picked Harmony, yes. Remember we I was going back and forth on that. I said I don't took, remember what I picked. We all took the L in that one. Here, here's the thing, yeah. too. That game was called at halftime, so it could have got a lot worse. Like 35 to 18 is what the final ended up being. That's mm-hmm. through one half of play. So, like, and I didn't know about I didn't know about the injuries coming into the game. But yeah. after now knowing about it, if I could go back and if I would have known that ahead of time, I would have picked Beckville just because Beckville is a very good football team, but I just thought Harmony healthy was better, but they're not. And hey, really even, no team's healthy at this point in the season. Even Eddie picked them. So, you know, yeah. Eddie picked them. I feel I mean, smarter than I did. I, I, I ain't going <laughs> to listen. I ain't like, I ain't going to throw it in your face. I, you know, <laughs> I, I thought about it. 
you know, Friday night, if you caught me Friday night, I was I was on 10 Friday night. But uh, <laughs> me too. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if y'all the one that gave because I I I had a text loaded and I was gonna send it to everybody, like, are y'all watching and seeing what Beckville's doing? And then um, you know, the, the way the game went and everything, and I was like, I don't need to send that to Jeremy right now. <laughs> I was like, not he, right he now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him make it. <laughs> he turned his phone off. I tried, to, I tried to call him. He went straight yeah. off. He turned his phone off. It was, it was. Yeah. I, I, I and was then like, well. when it was over, I was like, maybe I should just let him know. Like, man, the defense <laughs> was dope, bro. Like, you did your thing. You just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there in a minute. Don't be too hard on the kids. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, no, for sure. Hey, I want to say this about yeah. Beckville and Harmony. I, I was one of the ones who wrote Beckville off from the very beginning, okay? And, and I'm going to eat a little crow on this because, you know, even with the injury thing, injuries happen, especially in small school football. You're going to get that, right? And so they still got to win the game. And 35 points and a half, I don't care who you're playing. That's hard to do, you know? Yeah. I, so, but, but you know, I mentioned this about Harmony before the year. They, was it lightning in a bottle last year? And, you know, this, the injuries kind of change things, I know. But, man, I look mm-hmm. at that. I look at the White Oak game, and, and and I'm like, even though they won the game 70-something to 30-something, it's like, how did they give up 30? You know, like, mm-hmm. and they lose. They're one and two, and their one win is, is against White Oak. Um, I don't know, man. I I think is I'm not writing harmony off by any means. I don't don't hear me say that, but I think we need yeah. to step back and see what happens over the next few weeks. And even with the injuries, you got to kind of see so how they respond. I, I do remember last year with harmony. You're right because it was they did lose a few. I was looking at the schedule here and I was like that. Yeah. They did lose the first four games, and and we nobody was really paying attention to them. And then they kind of got a streak going before they lost again to Dangerfield, and. And then they just took off. So you're right. They kind of just they got hot at the right time, you know. And and that's okay, you know. Yeah. And and it'll pro- it could happen again. It doesn't you know? discount what they did for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It doesn't discount what they've done. So well, and also uh, last year that Dangerfield game when they went on that run after the they started zero and four, that Dangerfield game, um, Boston Seahorn got injured on the first series. So there's a there's a theme with their quarterback being out, which. The okay. quarterback's a very important part of the yeah. team, but there's a theme there. So when Seahorn's healthy, it, just take it's away the four games that they had early in the year last year. Yeah. But when he was healthy throughout the year, they were fine until that, that Dangerfield game, he wasn't healthy. And it's kind of the yeah. same thing now this year. Seahorn's banged up. They're going to have to figure out something. Tyson Jenkins, the coach's kid, um, usually plays receiver unless something's changed. Last year, he was the backup quarterback, so he came in. He's a good athlete. Not a great thrower of the football, but he's a good athlete out there, and and that's basically what Harmony does. Is they're going to run the ball and, and kind of hit mm-hmm. you with the pass every now and again. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But um, I also agree with Eddie's post where he said Harmony posts way too much information. I think they're putting way too much out on Facebook. Um, that's just my <laughs> personal opinion because I don't think yeah. it's a, I don't think it's helpful to let everyone know. Hey, our two tackles are out. Our kickers hurt. Our quarterbacks that like. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good idea, but you know, I'm I'm not a fan of that because what does it say about the people taking their place? Do you really have confidence in them? You know, so well that's the, the, well, that's how that they're too. spinning they're spinning it that way yeah. for the post, which I totally get. You're showing confidence in in the in the kids that you have. I get that, but 
you can do that behind closed doors. You don't have to do it. Yeah, you don't have publicly. to. Yeah. Now, I mean, like, you know, like when you say something like, well, we're not doing so well because my quarterback, my quarterback is out. And it's like that, that dude that's playing quarterback right now may hear that. And he's like, well, man, that, you know, that just goes to show he don't really have a lot of faith in me. You know, so, yeah, you're right. I would, me personally, I, I keep quiet. I keep quiet. I don't yeah. say anything. It, I keep man, it it's, such, it's such a fine line as a coach, right? Like, you want to make sure – I mean, to me, I would almost feel like I was making an excuse, and I'm not saying that about Coach Jenkins. I don't want to hear you yeah. say that. I would have a hard time posting it. Now, do we have conversations? I mean, when we when we have our podcast every week, one of the things I talked about mm-hmm. with Coach Rowell this week is that we are finally getting healthy and that we've played well even though we haven't been healthy. And, what, and, and to us, the spin is we've had a bunch of guys who we weren't expecting to play that have stepped in and played well. I mean – yeah. In our game Friday night, we've had we had two linemen that we weren't expecting to play. We had a couple of defensive players we weren't expecting to play, and they stepped in and played well. And to me, that makes us better makes in the you long deeper. run. Deeper. Yeah. And so it's almost like there's a there's just such a fine line there between but but I would never put it out on Facebook. It's one thing for us to say it after the fact. It's one thing to talk about it after the game or whatever, but I'm not gonna I even then you will not hear us say, Yeah, so and so's out for six weeks or however long it is. I I, I just no, that's well, that's that's and, and I don't want this to get misunderstood. Like what the po- and you can go look at them. It's Harmony Eagle Football on Facebook. You can go look yeah. at them. Yeah. They're not they're not like injury reports. Like our quarterback's out for six weeks. Yeah, boom. It's not that. It's like it doesn't even mention the players. It's it, like that one post said we're out without two. We're out with our our two starting tackles are out. So what do you do? Skill position players step up and and so it's an incur. It's it's that kind of stuff. But it's still no putting that information that. out. Yeah. It's still putting that information out like, hey, we're without these guys. You know, I don't, I don't like that. I think for me, if it's like an interview and somebody asks, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's the social media aspect, you know, because a lot of people run the social media when they're trying to defend something, you know, like or make an excuse about something. And so uh, and I'm not saying that coach is doing that, <clears throat> but it just feels like that to me. Right. And that's with anything. You know, I, I look at socials and I'm always like, man, why are you putting that business out there? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you can't. But no, I don't even, I don't, I have socials and I don't even say nothing on them. <laughs> you, you can't hear somebody's tone. You can't hear the, the conversation that's taking Very place true. there. Very true. Very and, true. And so it's different. But if, if what Kyle just said, I, I have no problem with that, man. Like. That's, that's what yeah. the posts are. Like they're, they're not, it's not like, woe is us, our players out. Like it's more of, hey, we're without a kicker. So we have a receiver that's out here working extra after practice on kicks to help out our team. I it's that type perfect. of stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, okay. the, you know, in non-district, who cares if they know you're missing guys, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what That's it the is. truth. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter. Everybody's Those games about don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Good game discussion, three. guys. Look at, yeah. that. Look at us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully Eddie's happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In game three, we got Wascom versus Sabine. Uh, I had Sabine this one, guys, and they got the win over Wascom. Um, I was just impressed with how Sabine has started the year. I know they haven't really played a super tough schedule, but they have, you know, they were three and one and, and they're playing well. Um, and for Sabine, I think they're off to a, a great start. You know, they haven't been, Sabine hasn't been this powerhouse program um, here lately, but uh, good start for Sabine. And, and um, I was impressed with this win over Wascom. What do you guys think about this one? I I think Sabine's off to a hot start this year. Um, 
their one loss to West Rusk. West Rusk is a good football team, um, mm-hmm. but beating mm-hmm. Spring Hill. I think Wascom, to me anyway, it seems like, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, Wascom was a powerhouse. And they, and perennially, they've been a powerhouse football program. And then, it, but it, these past two, three, four years, they've kind of regressed a little bit. And I don't think they're the Wascom of old. Um, not taking anything away from from Sabine, they still you know went went there or they still beat Wascom, but um, I just think Wascom's a little down um, this season, so I think that's why we're seeing kind of them struggling. But shout out to Sabine, you're right, their their football program has has struggled in these past few recent years, and to see them off to a hot start, I, I like to see it. You know, I had Sabine in the game too, mainly because I do think Wascom is down. They lost to Redwater in Week One. Uh, <laughs> that's that's not a good loss. Um, yeah. They beat Pewitt. Now, now, Sabine, as you mentioned, is hot. The spanking of of, uh, of Spring Hill in week one said a lot. I mean, there's a pretty significant size difference in those two schools. And also, it, look at what Spring Hill did uh, this past week. Beat Gladewater by two touchdowns. So, Spring Hill has not played real well, but still a good win. I mean, Gladewater didn't play real well, but still a good win. But we're going to find out about Sabine this week because I think Sabine and Bullard are going to meet up, and that's going to be – we're going to find out which of those two teams. I think it, Sabine and Bullard are this week, right? Mount Vernon this week, I think. Yeah, it's Mount Vernon Friday. Sabine okay. Mount Vernon. Sorry, I was confused. Oh, yeah, That's but still, though, still a tough one. <laughs> well, maybe tougher one, you know? Yeah. Maybe tougher. So, uh, we'll see. But I, I think that they're a team that, man, they could get hot and win a few games, and you're talking about them being in the top ten, potentially. Or top ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. All right, uh, game four. You got uh, the game that uh, that professor didn't didn't pick correct. We we kind of gathered that from earlier, as uh, Carlisle hasn't been kind to him. He said as Arp over Carlisle. Um, man, I had Arp, and I think uh, I think Carlisle. We talked about this a few times. Just the numbers game with Carlisle is is kind of that that two A division two versus even the three A division two. It, it doesn't sound like a whole lot of numbers difference. But it is when it comes to having players on the sideline, and um, Arp handed it to him, even almost as as bad as Troop did uh, the week before. So that Arp Troop game could be a lot better game than than uh, we might have thought to start the year off. Um, but because they called mm-hmm. that game, I think this game was called in the third quarter, so there was a lot of time left. Um, so Arp's looking strong early. Schminky's got those guys going, um, and they've got a test this week against Tenhaw. Uh, guys, what do you think about this one? Uh, Arps, Arps, impressive. Arps off to a, a good start. Um, you know, they caught, they got my eye when they beat Joaquin in Week One. Uh, then that loss to Garrison kind of surprised me, but Garrison's a really good football team. And then to come out and bounce back and and like you said, in about three quarters, hang forty-two on Carlisle. Uh, I'm impressed with Arp. I, I'm I'm a fan of the Arp Tigers. I think they're. They're rolling right now, and it is going to be a very tough test with Tenahaw this week. I'll be interested to see how they do with that. Kind of a, I don't think Tenahaw is as good as Garrison, um, but it'll be good to see kind of how Art performs against a Tenahaw team. And for Carlisle, I, I don't know what's going on over there. Um, I'm not sure what's yeah, happening I can't in Carlisle. It out. I, I, I don't know. I don't understand it. I, I hope they can figure it out and turn it around uh, before district starts, but I, I'm not sure what's happening with Carlisle. They're going to be just fine when district starts. When N- New coach, right? They're trying to figure everybody out. And yeah. if you're Art, 
you've played Joaquin and Garrison the first two weeks. Like, going to Carlisle was a little bit of a break. And that's not a knock on Carlisle, but they look at what they played the first two weeks, you know? Yeah. So, I, I think Carlisle, it, it's a number, like Brett said, it's a numbers game. It, it's, it's tough to compete against those schools, even though it's one step up. When they get to district, they're going to be just fine, is my opinion. I, I don't think there's much to worry about over there. Kudos to them for playing the schedule they played early on. I mean, week one, it was Harleton who's a bigger school, and they mm-hmm. won that one by 12. And then they go on the road to Troop and lose. They play ARP at home and lose. I, they'll be fine when the time it's comes. Just, I, I, just I, shows, believe that. I think it just shows how good they were the past couple of years, though, because they were winning those games a, a few years Before. ago. Yeah, yeah, they were winning them. And, um, well, I think it says more about ARP and Troop getting better, too. It's true. Yeah. Wasn't it Troop that had a kid that got injured for the season that was really good? Um and so that kind of put a damper on their season. Carlisle, I, you know what I think what bothers me the most is the amount of points that was scored between those last two games and, and what they were able to put up. I mean, against Troop, they only scored 15 points. Against ARP, it was only 19. Uh, but I, I kind of agree with what Jeremy is saying, that once they get in district, this might all change, you know. Um, there's some there's some teams that I was looking at that are like one and two, and they probably they're slated to win their district, you know. So uh, there's there's no reason to think that that Carlisle couldn't turn it around. Arf is doing amazing right now. Uh, I think that they are. I don't I don't want to say that that they. Uh, They've got it figured out, but it feels like they do. It really does. When you think about uh, now, we question Joaquin, um, but then you know you got the Joaquin win. Joaquin only scored six points, uh, and then to go play Carlisle, and Carlisle only scored nineteen. You know now Garrison, good team. They dropped forty-eight on them, but I feel like Arp is right where they want to be. I don't think they're – I don't – yeah, I, I don't think they – I'm not going to say that I don't think they'll have a problem with Tannehill. I don't think they are, They fear Tannehill at all. Like, I, I think they're they walk into this game very confident. I think they're going to win the game. Let me tell you about Carlisle. They're going to win this week so by – They're going to win this week by four touchdowns. Carlisle will. Mm. I've seen Mildred on film. Uh, Vince, let me just tell you. So, you, you saw us play against Life Oak Cliff, right? Mm-hmm. Life Oak yeah. Cliff lost to Mildred by three or four touchdowns in the first week okay. of the season. And I'm just telling you, Carlisle's going to beat Mildred by at least three, I'll say four touchdowns <laughs> on Friday night. I'm just telling you. Wow. You heard okay. it first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you heard it from the coach. <laughs> and I haven't seen Carlisle. I'm just telling you, Mildred's not very good. They're going to get right this week. They're Sounds finally like playing gospel to me. Hey, sometimes it's, it's, it's a way to get right is to play somebody that can help you get right. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> um, game five, Hooks, Winsboro, another another good matchup, uh, East Texas wise. And uh, the Finney and crew got the win over Hooks. Uh, I had Winsboro and, and picked up another victory on this one. And, and guys, I, I when the score was low, I was concerned because we kind of talked about Winsboro's offense versus Hooks defense, but Winsboro is able to score enough to beat Hooks. Um, man, this was a good one. I'm sure that uh, 
I'm sure our man Eddie's going to have some thoughts on the on this game because you know as the hooks being up from his area. But I'm impressed with Winsboro. They're they're a tough team. They moved up this week on the poll for me. Uh, they're climbing on our poll here in Edison. And so, oh wait, Eddie's saying they called it no contest. I didn't see that. Well, uh, let me I, tell you something. If we turn the scoreboard on and there was a score, it was a contest. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> like, we, we know what the score was when they stopped playing. But I, but I will say yeah. this. I've had Winsboro number four the whole year. I think Winsboro is really good. I think this says mm -hmm. more about hooks. KO, Brad, if you remember before the season started, I think Venture with us too. We talked about hooks before the year and said, look at their first three games. Harmony at Cooper, Winsboro. And we mm -hmm. said, we'll believe in hooks if they can win – well, we really said if they finish one and two, it's okay. They finished two and one. They they beat Harmony by four. They go to Cooper, who we all think is a good football team, beat them by a touchdown. And they lose to Winsboro by a touchdown, who I think Kyler Finney is one of the best players in East Texas that we don't talk a ton about, but we do talk about. I think it's – I mean, I'll be honest. I haven't had hooks in my poll all year long, and even though they lose the game this week, I have them in my poll now at number eight because you look at the body of work, and I think you have to yeah. you have to recognize that and what they've done. So, as always, Eddie's right. Um, it it was a no contest, but um, at the score that last score that I saw before they called it was twenty one sixteen. I believe Winsboro was on top of Hooks. Either way, um, I still I still think yes, Hooks has a very good football team. Um, I think Hooks is going to uh, score a lot of points this Friday night against Hawkins. Um, yeah. I think. Uh, old Keyshawn Wall is going to have a, a huge game for Hooks, um, but Winsboro, man, I'm 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 a huge fan of Winsboro. I'm I'm drinking the Red Raider juice out of Winsboro right now because they are. I think they have a, I think they have a squad that can make a run. I don't mm -hmm. th I don't now. I'm not saying they're going to go to Jerry's World and bring home the trophy, but I do think they can make a three or four round deep run. It's going to be tough though. They got Malakoff on their side, so I think Winsboro yeah. Malakoff are going to are meet again in the playoffs. But and White, Whitesboro. Yeah. Burrow. It's a Burrow. very tough region. It's a very tough region. But I think I think Winsboro will win their district. I think they're the best team mm -hmm. in that district. Um, and it'll be I interesting to that. see what they can do in the playoffs after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Game six. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler I mean, the game, the game was called. I, I ain't got nothing to say. It, 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 hey, that, that's the nature of it, man. Can't it, do nothing about it. 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 In the net sin scoreboard, that was a Winsboro win. There, yeah, good. there's no, there's no game. Yeah, yeah man, you don't need to argue. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> Tyler High goes to three and zero, guys. Uh, this was one of the games that I missed. <clears throat> I was, you know, I wasn't quite on board with Tyler High yet. Um, I wanted to see him beat somebody of of merit, and I think I, I think they're finally starting to show me that they're, you know, I think Diggs talked about a little bit that they're a team on a mission this year that's that's playing well under new coach Woods. And um man, I might not have I might not be going against Tyler High many more times this season. Um they're they're playing well. And so um what do you guys think? You know, Mesquite Horn was was playing well going into this game. Mm hmm Um my personal opinion is Mesquite Horn is still a good still team. Um but I, I think and I've said this before on the show Again, Tyler High was not bad last year. Those kids were just – they were just mentally not there. Um, and new coach coming in, you know, in the in the system he's implemented, it kind of woke these kids up, and now they're playing for them. They've always had the athletes. 
you know, but they got the system to back it up now. So now they're, they're a tough opponent. They're just hard to beat. And if you're stupid enough to come in there and think that you're just going to roll on them, well, you're going to find out. It's that simple. You know, I, I'm with you guys. I thought they were a good football team, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that we, I, what I said was I wanted to see them play up front. I wanted to see could they win at the line of scrimmage against a Horn team that has a couple of D1 guys up front. Mm-hmm. And they did. They scored 27 points. They hold horn to just 12 and, and controlled the line of scrimmage. And they're 3-0, and and I'm just telling you, it may be um, it may be a while before they – I mean, they're, they're in a tough district, right? But yeah. they – I'm, I'm happy for those guys. I'm happy for those kids, Vince, like you talked about, to, to be in a situation now, to be successful, to win games, mm-hmm. to be relevant again as a program mm-hmm. in terms of the statewide recognition. I'm, I'm happy for them. And I won't pick against them any more times, Brett. I'm with you on that. I, I think Tyler High. I, you know, I got to see him week two against Legacy, um, that Rose City rivalry, and uh, I was impressed with their their fight and their grit in that game. Them being able to fight back, be down fourteen nothing, come back and, and score twenty eight unanswered to win. Then beat a good Mesquite Horn team last week. Looking at their schedule, you know, North Mesquite, McKinney North, Lancaster, West Mesquite. Lufkin, Longview looming on October 27th could be a uh, that Lufkin game the week before and then Longview right after that. I think those two games are going to be the games that kind of decide that seating in that district. Don't uh, forget Lancaster. Don't forget Lancaster. Lancaster too. Yeah, that Lancaster. so that stretch of those yeah. three games, that's it's going to be tough. It's going to be the, tough for The district's very tough overall. It is. This it is. is. But but I, I believe in Coach Woods, and I like what Coach Woods has going on at uh, at Tyler High, and excited to see what the Lions can do this year. And as I say every week, go Cujo! I don't know. And I don't know if Lufkin and Lufkin. Tyler High both make the playoffs, guys. I think that might be. Maybe. I think one of those teams misses. I don't well, know. Well, that. let's see. Let's see what Lufkin does Friday against Longview, and then I'll I'll come back to you on that because <laughs> I, I yes, Lufkin's three and zero, but. Well, I'm not saying which team we'll it's going to be. I'm just thinking, I mean, because yeah. Lancaster Longview is kind of the head of the class as yeah. of right now in that district. So you've only yeah. got two spots left. That's going to be tough for them both to get in. So I yeah, I, I could see them one or the other. I just don't know if I see at this point seeing them both get in. That like, could be an elimination game on the, on the 20th. And I think that, that very well be, may be. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you, Eddie. Lufkin's not winning Friday. But I'm just saying – if if they play them close and play well, then we give them a moral victory, and then they'll they'll they can build on that throughout close, the season. A close game shows they're good, Kyle. So what you said? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, not this guy. <laughs> you know, but I'll say this: you better look at where those games are because historically, if you're Cujo and you're as good as they are and they're playing well, you don't want to come to Rose and play them. Well, the Longview one's in Longview. Well, so, I, I'm, not the long, I'm not even worried about yeah. the Longview one as much, but the 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 Lufkin game. And even Lufkin's at home BMW's at the Rose. Yeah. yeah. Well, you you better better bring a lunch when you get there. Better you know? strap up. <laughs> I mean, like we call those double strappers, right? You got to get both of them on. <laughs> oh, all right. We'll so, see what Longview's made of. Yeah, I know Longview's tough, but I don't know. A year in, a year out, you you start to see you know, the cracks sometimes with some teams. I'm I'm not ready to just give Longview I, I should. I feel like I should, right? 
But I don't want to give them the kind of respect that I give people like Carthage yet. You know, I don't, I don't think know. you can uh, because they haven't won. You know, ten state yeah. championships. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna say Lufkin's gonna beat them, but I don't know if they're gonna run away with Wait. it either. I don't think Longview gonna run away with it. I don't know. I could this be wrong though. Could that fun. we're about to find out. We'll they find might. Out. That's, that's why we line them up. Let hey, them yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, yeah. hours we're gonna know. Hey Vince, you yeah. can uh, see highlights of that game uh, Friday night on the Red Zone, shot Every by you Red Zone. Truly, in the interview, Star, starring who? Oh, starring <laughs> KO, Mister Red Zone. <laughs> Mister Red Zone. Here we go. Well, well, since he brought it up, they won't let you wear your hat on TV, KO. Mm-mm. Oh man. Well, well. Let me just let me just say, I haven't been told I can't do anything, but I also <laughs> don't want to do it and then get in yeah. trouble. So and Lori, yeah. I, it just took me a minute to realize who you were. I, mean, I know I just, without I, my receding hairline, I mean that's why I don't. <laughs> that's why I always wear hats, yeah. but I can't. So that's a nice hat you got there too. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, I know a guy. Um, but also, like I'm letting <laughs> the beard grow out a little bit. I'm a little nervous because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So. I think it's better to ask hey, forgiveness I, than permission. Yeah, if you don't know, then you don't know, right? That's right. How, so, how long yeah. does your makeup take when you get ready to go in the studio? Do they I, no makeup. I come, I come in sweaty right off the field. Uh oh, wow. you're getting, you're getting, uh, bro. I, I know it, you. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Like it's, and I'm only 31, guys. Like this is, this is bad. Yeah. Youngster here. Huh. Hey, yo, we're going to have to start calling him LeBron or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to start. I'm going to start wearing a headband when I come on the show, and it's just going to start going back with me. That's funny. Yeah, that's fair. That's All right. Game seven, Sulphur Springs, Hallsville. Um, this one surprised me, guys. Uh, Sulphur Springs gets the win. I had Hallsville in this one. Um, I mean, Hallsville's kind of struggled early, but Sulphur Springs didn't look good either to me uh, early, but. Uh, they they were able to beat Hallsville in this one, guys. What what do you guys think? Well, I had Sulphur Springs. Uh, I, I picked them at home. Um, in one of those, you know, close game. You don't really know, you know, how how do you go about that? Hallsville was one and two. They lost to Terrell and barely beat Henderson. You know, uh, Sulphur Springs had mm-hmm. beat a bad Jacksonville team. Lost to Mount Pleasant. Went with the home team. Got lucky, and uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Somebody's got to win, right? Somebody had to win the game. That is true. Well, yeah, maybe apparently not, because apparently if it's lightning, you can just say, "Hey, we're we're not playing tonight," even though we just spent two hours doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, Mount Pleasant is is really good. So I don't know if I I hold it against Sulphur Springs like that. I don't know, man. They they were good last year. They they're two and zero oh right now. I mean, I'm sorry, two and one. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of Hallsville. How good though. they are because they beat yeah. Hallsville, which we're yeah about, and then you know they beat the Jacksonville game. We we're kind of we don't know how really good yeah, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, do. I ain't, I ain't we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else? Anybody? <laughs> uh, nah, I ain't with that. Nah, I'm gonna tell it like it is. <laughs> anybody? Who did you guys have on that one? I, I don't remember. I, that's I why I wrote either. them down this time. I don't remember. There's not a way I to did back. write mine down, Can but I, I wrote it on a huh? I wrote it on a napkin and then we, I threw it away. We can't. That's we need to work on. We that. need to work on that. You, you can't where we go can back go and back look, and look at our picks. Picks, yeah. Because yeah. I don't remember who I picked, but I wrote them mm-hmm. down this time. That's but a I don't really remember. that's a really good suggestion. I know a guy that maybe can tend to. Work okay. On. All right. Cool. 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 Um, 
I, I don't remember who I picked. I think I picked Sulfur. Uh, actually, I'm not actually. I can actually look and see who you pick. So oh, uh, okay. Uh oh. So you better be honest from now on. I, 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 I really like I picked remember. Sulfur Springs so, too. I think I, I did like though. I did. Uh, Kyle had Hallsville in this one. Oh okay. All right. Well, uh, then I can change my argument for that. Listen, so the reason I picked Hallsville. <laughs> <laughs> Hallsville had some injuries. <laughs> Vince, Vince, you also had Hallsville. Everyone had Hallsville. I did? Yeah. Uh, what was I thinking? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what you were thinking, Vince. Let me help you out here. So uh, what I was thinking is Hallsville lost to, a, I think, a, a, I don't know anything about them, but I'm going to assume a pretty good Terrell team lost to Hallsville. Uh, or Hallsville lost to him. Then they beat Henderson. I'm kind of. I, I, th- I don't think Henderson's as bad as as you know saying that they only beat them by seven. I don't think Henderson's a bad football team. Um, and then so I was like, well, you know what? Kind of like you said, Jeremy, or uh, no, you, the opposite of what you said. I'm like, you know what? Sulphur's at home, but I think Hallsville's the better team, and I was completely wrong. So. That's what happened. happens. Vince. It happens, man. That's okay. Oh, okay. That's what happened. I got. It. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. He's right. That's All it. right. Um, I wish I wish we had Corey on tonight for this next game as uh, Kilgore beat Pine Tree, the mighty Pine Tree Pirates, uh, mm-hmm. on a game that was finished on Saturday, eighteen to zero. Uh, I had Kilgore. I I wasn't anywhere. I didn't thought Pine Tree had a chance in this game. It was a little closer than I thought for a while. Um, but then Kilgore reset on Saturday and just kind of put it to him. Um, I get maybe that's why he didn't come tonight. Maybe he didn't want to talk about his his pine tree team. Pine tree. You know, I, let me defend Corey real quick. He Uh-oh. didn't say Uh-oh. that they pine tree video. was better. He just kept saying that pine tree are better than we think they are. And you after that game, I, I I thought about his his pick. I picked. Kil- I'm sure I picked Kilgore. If I if that thing says I picked Pine Tree, you picked Pine Tree. Hey, no, I'm just kidding. Ain't no way. Yeah. <laughs> ain't no way. <laughs> but I, it makes me question. Like, man, like, is he is he right? Like, Corey, is Pine Tree Corey really better record, than we think they are. Corey, for the record, did pick Pine Tree. So he he yeah. picked them. Not only did he think he they picked were, them, he picked them. To he beat did Kilgore. pick them. But he but he did say he thought that they were better than what we think they are as a as a whole. Because collectively, the rest of us didn't agree with that at all. We all were kind of like, nah, not really. Pine tree is pine tree. We'll know how good you they know? are when they enter district play here in a, here in a week. Yeah, yeah. I think the – listen, pine trees had one winning season in the past five years. So mm-hmm. uh, I think a winning season at this point is a successful season for pine tree. But Kilgore, man, they're good. My only – my only concern uh, right now with Kilgore is they're not scoring a ton of points. And yeah. you would think with as good of a team mm-hmm. as they are, that we b- believe they are, that they would be putting up more points. But we saw with the Jets on Monday night, you ain't got to put up a bunch of points to win. Like, I mean. No, you, you don't. If you have a great defense, if you, if, if you have a great defense, then you it's, can win a lot of games. KO, so, let me let me. Mr. Red Zone, let me explain this to you. This is okay. what I like to call my boa constrictor theory. Okay. You know, Hold on. So I want to write this down. Hold on. <laughs> boa what they do constrictor. Is they strangle uh-huh. these offenses, right, yeah. until they eventually give up. You don't have to score a lot of points, right? I agree. You just, yeah. you just have to make them believe that it ain't working for them. Coach Hubbard, I need you That's to – That's all you have to do is break their confidence. Week. 
The boa constrictor. Don't go out there telling them that. They go. They go look I'm at a, you like, what are you talking about? I'm gonna tell you. I, we got our own pretty good defense, but I like the theory. I like the theory. Yeah, but they, you, but that's, maybe that's you what they're that doing. They're just. You need that sign. They're just strangling people, right? Something. <laughs> <laughs> and so. I think that's what you're, what you're seeing out of them. They don't have to score a lot of points. And when yeah. you see teams who can, like Gilmer, who can put up some numbers, play them, and then all of a sudden they can't do it, it's because they, they run into that brick wall, and then all of a sudden it's like, man, I'm, I'm tired. You know, like how, yeah. how long are you going to do that? How long are you going to do that all so night? I need, you know? I need to address Jake here. Okay, Jake is a Lindell fan. So, of course, he is going to say Pine Tree is stout because they ran all over Lindell um, this Look, year. Pi- Pine Tree hasn't been blown out. Like they, no, no, no. They I'm lost, saying they, they blew out. Seven, they, they played Van. They played Van, and then and they played Lindale, and then they played Kilgore. And then I mean, they got beat by 18 by Kilgore. But like, like Jake said, it was a three nothing game. I don't think Pine Tree's a bad team. I just think once they get into district play, and they're going to have to face the 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 Texas High, White House, Knack, Mount Pleasant, Marshall, Hallsville, all mm-hmm. of them. Then that's when we'll really see how good Pine Tree is. I don't think Pine Tree's bad. That's a good I don't think they're a playoff. I didn't think player. about what they district looked like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Yeah. All right. Let me just. Let me, <laughs> let's talk about this. Let's talk go. about this. Here we go. Let's go. go. Pine Tree loses to Van by a touchdown on the road in week one. Right. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at what Van's done. They beat Pine Tree. They lost to Chapel Hill by 22. Played okay. Chapel Hill closer than anybody else. You guys. We're at the Gilmer game. It wasn't as close as the yeah. sports bed, you told me. All right? And then Van's, yeah. Van goes on the road and meets Lindell. Then in week two, Pine Tree comes from behind to beat Lindell. Okay? They were down that game by what? I was watching the red zone. Y'all talked about this. Or somebody's pre- – actually, it was a bad pregame show. We won't talk about where they came from. But it wasn't red zone because red zone's really good. <laughs> but they come from behind and they beat Lindell. Okay? Yeah, and then and then they lose to Kilgore eighteen to nothing. And Kilgore, while they are a great defense, has been scoring points as well, right? And, and yeah. they held they yeah. held Kilgore eighteen. I'm going to say this right now: Pine Tree's making the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. Mm. Texas High is going to win the district. See, that's what that's what I'm getting at. I'm 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 starting to think that it's I'm feel like with what you saying, Jeremy, what Corey said last week, um, and what I saw 18-0, in my mind, I'm like, they may not be that bad. They may just have – they just dealing with, you know, a tough schedule up front. But by the time district gets here, they may they may make a run. I'm just not Maybe. sold on them yet. I, I think they're I better than they have been. I think they're better think than they, they have been. I'm not I sure they how good. They can finish fourth. Are they better than Marshall, better than Hallsville? I think right now we can say so. Nacogdoches? Mm-hmm. Mm, we'll see about Nacogdoches. I, I don't know. We'll district, see. That whole district, we'll honestly, I see Texas High and White House in one level. And then everybody else is just kind of on a pretty, I wouldn't say completely level playing field, but they're all pretty close. I think anybody, of course, we saw last year how that anybody can eat anybody in that district. I don't know that it's as, yeah. I don't think they're, we'll see anything I, like You know that. what? I agree with you, Jeremy. Looking at the district right now, they, they're playing for that fourth spot. I mean, Mount Pleasant's 3-0, and but they barely beat Liberty Isle on the road. They, you know, I mean, 14 points. They went by, by 13 at Silver Springs. I'm just, I'm just going to call it. I, I think Pine Tree... Listen, I enjoyed hearing their coach talk. I heard him on the TV or the radio that they maybe on social media, I don't know where it was, heard him talk. And just the way the things he's saying, I can get behind it. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, we're going to find it. We'll find out more about them as we go along, right? But I think they have some talented athletes. I think that it's a, a great coaching staff, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. But I did pick Kilgore to win. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're going to be fine. The next one here, game nine, Lindell Van, another classic. Um, we got we got somebody that was live there on the field for that one. Uh, Mr. Red Zone, tell us about the Lindell Van game from uh, from the sideline there. I mean, another another classic in the uh, Lindell Van rivalry books. Um, it was a fun game, man. It was a real fun game. The second play of the game, Van picked off uh, Lindell's Clint Thurman and then um, turned around and picked off uh, Van's quarterback, Jackson Moffitt. There was a few fumbles in that game. Like there was, there was a little bit of everything. There was big plays, 60 yard runs. We had a, a, a guy do a pirouette in the middle of the field and score uh, on one of them. So really fun game, uh, really fun game to watch. Van's got a really good football team. Lindell, we we talked about it on uh, on Sunday, I think. Lindell's defense, man, they they it. It's suspect, man. That's I know I said something earlier about that. Well, I was pre-game. wrong. I was thinking about the, the year before. Well, that's what yeah. I that's why I said to you in the preseason when we were talking, and you said yeah, something. About, I said, I, "Well, Vince, hold on now. Let me tell yeah, you." I, I, was, I was I don't know what I was talking about then. Because I, <laughs> I was thinking about that year that we struggled with them, and they just kind of their defense was in our backfield like every play. That's what I was remembering. But you refresh my memory. The year prior to this one, they struggled with the defense last year. You know, so yeah. Yeah, remember, that's, that, yeah. remember that game Chapel Hill put up? What was it seventy nine points? <laughs> I, I, I forgot all about. It's like oh, how do you know what it is game? about? Me. Even you even know what? The year... Because Lindell makes me so I get so irritated about Lindell. It's like it's not enough. You beat them. We you know we beat them like you said seventy something to whatever. It ain't enough. I'm gonna have to do that every year for the next five years before I get over it. Because <laughs> they they've been doing that to us, man. Them and Kilgore, same thing with Kilgore. I want Chapel Hill to go in there and run over Kilgore again. I can't let Kilgore beat us not one more time. I can't stand it, <laughs> man. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just one this, win from one of them two teams, this, and it's hey, like hey, it don't matter hey, how many games down, we win after. Calm that. down, Vince. We need. Uh, come, we need. To, we're gonna keep that for Friday night. I need that kind of. That commentary for right now is we're we're doing the next chapter. So listen, even even when you go even when you go back to Lindell's state state championship run season where they made it to the state title game, they gave up a lot of points in the playoffs that year. They gave up fifty six to Needville in the second round, gave up forty two to Kilgore in the fourth round, gave up forty nine to Argyle. I mean, yeah, that's Argyle, but they they still gave up a lot of points that season too. The difference that year was they had a stud on offense that could run the that could tote the rock and helped them out a lot. So yeah. I, I, it I, what was his name like Brendan Jordan or Jacob Jordan, Jordan Jenkins? Don't don't Jordan disrespect Jenkins, him like that, was. Vince. Yeah. Come on now, <laughs> man. Listen, that dude, and much love to him. I hope he is getting everything he wants out of life. But boy, he wore me out, man. Yeah, golly, like Brett. Remember, we was watching this dude go up the middle of the field. Yeah. whenever well, he wanted to. Part of it was the defense. That's why I'm right. mad, Eddie. We were playing why. like we were playing a matador defense where you just you know. Let him go right up the middle. Look, he yeah. he had the best high school game I've ever seen a kid have before, and I was lucky to call the game. It was it was against Needville that seventy to fifty six game. He scored nine touchdowns, eight rushing touchdowns, and a kickoff return for a touchdown, all in one game. Dude was a stud. But yeah, Lindo's yeah. defense has always been suspect. Van's got a really good football team. We talked about their district earlier. They're gonna have a a, a tough district row. Uh, Van Carthage Center, I think. Though we'll talk, maybe Bullard. We got to see what they do a um, little more. That's a tough district, though. Really tough. Yeah, don't forget about Rusk. Don't Rusk Jeremy, you'll, offend, you'll offend Jeremy if you don't mention Rusk. 
Russ did lose last week, so. <laughs> oh, 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 watch out. Uh-oh. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's thinking about it carefully. <laughs> no like disrespect. My, I'm just I like, saying. I like my job, KO. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm going to say this. We, we got to. We got to be consistent in how we're saying this, right? We just talked about some teams. We've talked about some teams tonight that are losing close games, and what does that mean for them? You look at Lindell, mm-hmm. and they beat Kaufman week one. They lose to a Pine Tree team that we just talked about is better than they have been in a while. They they lose a close one to Van at home, and they got to. I mean, are you going to completely count them out against Gilmer this week at home? I'm not counting them out, but no, I do think, I think they this lose. Be a high scoring game. I, I think they lose though. Um, well, I just think I, Gilmer has more athletes. You know, it's a pick em this week, and I picked Gilmer to win the game. But I'll say this, the same coaches that are there, I mean, the defensive issue, I haven't been a Lindell follower for the last few years, so I don't know what their history has been defensively. There are a lot mm-hmm. of programs in the state of Texas. There are a ton of programs in East Texas that don't put a premium on defense, and they win a bunch of games. I don't think you can win championships that way, but I think you can win a bunch of games that way if you just worry about offense. So I don't know if that's Coach Cochran's MO. I don't know if that's what they do, but – if they've been giving up points like that for years, then maybe they're just well, like, let's just outscore people. And Coach Cochran was – when I so my freshman year, Coach Cochran was there in Lindell, and he was the uh, – he was a defensive coach, like a linebacker's coach or something. So he's a defensive coach at heart. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he's not thrilled about them giving up all these points. I don't think that – I yeah. don't think he enjoys that. Oh, I'm that, sure they're, they're looking into trying to Yeah, but I mean, but it's been leak, going on for know? years, man. Like, you, I mean – at, at, yeah. You gotta figure something out. Play zone instead of man, yeah, or vice versa. Know, that, something I don't know. You know what? And, and as much as we talk, we say this about Lindell. I mean, Lindell, they they're pro- they're gonna go to playoffs. Let's be honest. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna yeah. make They'll the, be playoffs. In the playoffs. You know, yeah. so you know it. Right now, what we saying ain't even gonna matter because they gonna go into playoffs and they may go two, maybe three deep. But are they? Well, careful. Palestine's pretty pretty good I mean, this year. Henderson maybe improved. I still think that we'll get to playoffs. that. We'll get to the Palestine. Athens, I, Athens yeah. just beat a good rust team. Athens, yeah. I yeah. still think Lindo makes playoffs. Are they? You know, here's what I say: the faster the other team scores, the faster you get the ball back. Man, so always remember that. <laughs> 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 uh, good right. philosophy. Let's talk yeah. about game ten. Uh, the game Vince and I called uh, Friday night in uh, Brookhill as uh, Grace beat Brookhill. Uh, twenty-three to nineteen in a thrilling game. Man. Um, Man. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hand it off to the coach and, uh, coach. I know you guys Ooh, play. Yeah, hard. it's your chance to rent. Say what you want. Say nah. what you said Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do that. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to be, you got to be proud. Of your, you got to be proud of your kids. I mean, it. They played. They, both teams played really hard, and like it was back and forth. And honestly, it was it who was. could make the the least mistakes, and then who ca- who kind of capitalized off them. Yeah. You know, here, here's the thing. We, we got beat, you know. I mean, I, I'm i not one of those that ever says, well, we gave them the game. But I think when you look at the score and if you watch the game and you saw the way it happened, our defense, I, you know, I'm, I'm – okay, look, our, our, could we go beat Longview or Carthage? No, we couldn't, right? But I'll put our defense on the field against almost anybody and give us a chance to stop you, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie, you did, actually. <laughs> you were watching – if, if, yeah, you might have been, Eddie. Anyway, but, but but the point is this. You 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 cannot shoot yourself in the foot in a rivalry game of any kind. Mm-mm. You you can't you you can't have mental mistakes, you can't have physical mistakes, and we just made too many of them 
in crucial times. Um, am I proud of our? Yeah, I'm proud of our guys. But that's a game, or that's a game you want to win every year, right? That's a game that. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I, I told our guys this before the game. If you lose this one, you will think about it until you play them again. I mean, it's, yep. that, that's the way it's going to be. That's the um, way it goes. I thought it was it, – take, take the winning and losing side out of it for me. I thought it was one of the better games I've ever been a part of as a coach in terms of the competitive nature of the game, the way the game was played. I thought that it was kind of – Coach Ralph put it best on our podcast this week. It was we took the momentum and they took it from us, and then we took it from them. And then they took it from mm-hmm. us, and it was that way all night long. It was like um, it. it was like a roller coaster. It was. I mean, we were. Man. It was like a, a motions back and forth. Like, you know, they made a play. You guys made a play. They made a play, yeah. and it's like just back and forth, back and forth. And, and honestly, it was that way until the whistle blew at the end. I mean, so yeah. I mean, it, and and even then, like the first couple of scores came off of mistakes. Yeah, that were made by both teams. And the defenses went back to kind of controlling the games a little bit. You know, there was big plays made, but then they didn't score. And, and that was happening both sides. And then you get around the end of the third quarter and the fourth, and it just took off. And it was like, okay, now they, they just – they're going to do it. You know, um, I, I hate that Brook Hill lost that game. <laughs> I was really thinking they had it. That makes especially, Yeah, I mean, especially towards the end, uh, there was one point where – me and Brett were both standing up in the booth uh, the last probably eight minutes just just watching. Um, at one point, I got quiet because I just got so focused and locked in. Um, defensively, I, I, I said this, you guys played great. Uh, there was a time when Grace had a moment where they could have just went up and, and took the game away. And they were right there at the red zone. You know, like they were right there. And Brooke Hill just held them right – I mean, just just dead stop, just started pushing them back. I mean, you don't see that often out of a high school team, you know. You don't see defensive stands like that. And then they kicked the field goal, and didn't it hit like the upright or something like that? Yeah. You know, and it was like, times. man. And, it just, yeah. and all of a sudden it's just like you start to believe it. Like, nah, they finna win this. They, they're about to win this. This is how they playing right now. They about to win this, you know. Yep. But Grace – credit to Grace. Yep. They defense got back on the field. They had to deal with Brook Hill making some big plays, and then they recovered. Yep. And and so um, I told Brett at the end of that game, I said, you know, when we came into this, I said somebody got to win and somebody got to lose. Yep. You know, these are two good teams. It's unfortunate, but that's what we come here for. Well, you know, and, and you're right. I mean, we did a good job containing, you know, one of the better backs at our level for sure with, with yeah. Grant Turner. He had 104 yards on the day, and and 50 of them came on one play, you know. So, uh, other than that, we held him to about 20 carries for about 50 yards, so pretty close in there. Mm-hmm. But you're right, the two the, the first drive of the game, they moved the ball down the field. Uh, they missed the field goal. They did it again in the second half, I thought. Uh, we hit a couple of big plays. Um, but, you know, you give them the ball in the inside the five on a muff punt, you know, that's a gift, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we missed. Um, I don't even remember. We we had our chances. You know, there's no yeah. doubt about that. It was a great game. I, you know, I don't I don't know how they'll fare in there. I don't know a lot about Grace's district. Honestly, it's not something I follow because it, it doesn't pertain to us. But uh, they're they're gonna be tough for anybody because they they have some they have some dudes the same way we have some dudes. Um, yeah. But I thought it was I thought it was a great game, and uh, we'll recover. We'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, 
we were really focused last week, super focused. I think we'll be super focused again this week. We got, you know, we go to White Oak this week, and you can't let one game beat you twice. So we got to make sure we yeah, play this absolutely. week. And absolutely. then we got Atlanta coming to town in two weeks. So uh, if we dwell on that one for too long, we're going to be we're going to really be in a bind. Um, mm-hmm. But it was good. it was just a good game, and and I hate we lost it, but uh, you know there are some positives for us out of that loss yeah. as well. But not the most important one, KO, which is the win in the column. Well, listen, I was going to say, um, obviously, I, I, I wasn't at the game like all y'all were, but Grace put up 61 in week one and 62 in week two, and your defense held them to 23. I think that's phenomenal. I mean, for, for a team that's putting up 60-plus and then you hold them to below half of that, that's, that's great. Um, I think Brook Hill's going to be fine, but like you said, don't let one game beat you twice. You got to mm-hmm. put that Grace game behind you. It's over and done with. You can't go back to it now. And, yeah. and onward and, and focus on White Oak. Because if you don't, if you overlook White Oak, they can sneak up and bite you. And that's not what you want to have happen with Atlanta coming to town the week after that. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think yeah. Brook Hill can write the ship this week against White Oak. And then it should be a fun one against Atlanta in two weeks. Absolutely. You know, honestly, our, our, our mindset is, and I think any team's mindset would be this, is not only do you want to not let them sneak up on you, you kind of want to go bury them. Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Prove a point. We, we, mm-hmm. we got some frustration to take out, you know. Yeah. And, and that's kind of been our approach, or at least that's been our guys' approach. You know, we they have a new coach, right, who's been successful in some other places, and he'll he'll figure it out at some point. I, I liken this game to a few years ago when Brownsboro's new coach came in, um, and they were 0-3 when they came to our place, and they put it on us. Their new coach got it figured out right there just in that week, and it was week four again. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Eddie, don't worry, man. We're, we're working on it. But uh, – <laughs> you know, we we've just had some. You know, it's it's it was it was a great game. I you know I I hate losing, but um, it was as a fan and as a broadcaster, I'm sure it was a great one to be a part of. And you can go back and watch it, Brett, if they want to as go back many and watch times it. as you want. And you can look for mm-hmm. Jeremy on the sideline doing his penguin dance. Can, let, all right, so <laughs> the penguin dance is one thing, but I do need, I have a bone to pick with you two. You you had to call me out for being mad at some point in the game. And then it was one thing to call me out, but it's another one to say. But it doesn't take much to get him fired up anyway. So I, you know, I, don't really <laughs> I didn't say that. That was that was Brett that said that. I did see you mad. <laughs> and I, I saw uh, 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 Coach Rao was hot too about something. Um, I for, I think it was right before the half, and and man, he he just you could tell he was he was giving that uh that uh. uh um, he was giving the uh, ref a, a earful. Well, I was like, he needed it. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> that was the worst crew I've ever been a part of. I have seen a lot of things. That was the worst fishing crew I've ever been a part of. My life. And, and listen, not just for us, for them, yeah. for everybody. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I, mm. They must so, have. <laughs> they must have taken our advice, Jeremy. We told them when there wasn't any wrestling. Like, <laughs> in wrestling, they just waved somebody in with a shirt from the back. Yeah. So we were telling them yeah. they must have done that, and that's why you ended up with that crew. So when TAPS, you're allowed to use this other organization called Whistleblowers. They're at a DFW, right? And this is who we had. It's an odd name. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the white hat, the white hat Friday night is the president of the chapter. Okay. Okay. That ought to tell you a lot because you guys were there and you saw it. Yeah. So two two things stick out to me, and I'm gonna write a book about dumb things officials say when I retire <laughs> because I don't want them to retaliate against me until then. But <laughs> There was a personal foul. I don't know if you guys remember this. They had a personal foul called against them. We were on the 19-yard line, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the rule inside the 30 on a personal foul is what? 
Half a distance. Half the distance to the goal. So we were on the 19. The ball gets spotted at the 11. And this is when me and Coach Ryle were really high events, by the way, if you want to know what happened. The ball gets spotted okay. at the 11. And we're like, hey, man, that ain't right. Nah, that's not goes, right. Yeah. He said, Coach, it's right. I said, no, it's not. So I'm sitting arguing with Whitehead for the next three plays. And our offensive coordinator, Coach Agnew, is a math teacher. And he's out there literally yelling mathematical formulas to the guy like <laughs> 19 divided by two is nine and a half. <laughs> At some point, I said, Coach, I said, man, that's, that's not right. He said, Coach, if you'd had the ball on the 20, where would you have got it? I said, the 10. He goes, you're right. He goes, so since you're on the 19, you get it on the where 10 and would a half. You get? And I said, <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> what? That's what happened. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, I man. saw Coach Ryle. He was hot. And I was like, man, he – he ain't gonna let it slide, you know. <laughs> he wasn't gonna let it make it. I was like, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a lot more I could say, but either way, they, it was bad for them too. There's they got stories they could tell. They had a kid get ejected, and the official later on said, "We didn't really see him do anything. We just didn't like what he looked at us." I was like, "Wow." <laughs> okay. Wow. Hey, yeah. so let's let's talk. That was the let's talk polls, guys. Uh, we've kind of gotten <laughs> off track here. Six A five A. Um, whole time here. Um, we're gonna start at the bottom. We have White House staying at five. Uh, Lufkin slips from three to four. Uh, Texas High is now down to uh, rank three. Tyler High moves up to two, and Longview at number one. Thoughts on this? I mean, I, th- I th- sound about right to you guys. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't I, I still, say about it. I, you know, I had the same five. I had Texas High at two and Lufkin at three. I still have Tyler at four. I mean, I think yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to discount what Texas High has done so far. Uh, yeah. I still think you, they should be number two. But Tyler's on the rise. I have no problem with them being at number two. But um, I had them it'll eventually shake itself out. So I mean, I I had Lancaster in mind. Um, is that like, East Texas, Corey? Cor- I is keep putting them up there. I don't oh. care, man. I keep putting them in there. I I feel like we should be covering them. <laughs> so I keep them in there. <laughs> I tell you what, Vince, you go get a sponsor. You know, out it's there. funny. We'll do some games. I thought about because yeah. I was looking at my other poll and I was like Lancaster, and I was like, wait a minute. Technically, we don't really cover them, but I was like, man, why though? Why? <laughs> so I was like, nah. That's I'm just like, that's a Dixie. That's a Dixie school. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it upon myself to send out a list of schools. That we're send me send me rankings. a map. <laughs> These schools boys are eligible for the rankings. <laughs> yeah. So who'd you have out look... of the top? So if you had Lancaster, who? Which one of those top five did you not have in there, Vince? Just curious. Uh, Lufkin. Okay. I didn't have Lufkin in there. That's what it was. Yeah. And now thinking about it, it was like, okay, yeah, I would have took Lancaster out. And put Lufkin in. I think the five right now are pretty are pretty solid. easy as far as the yeah. solid five. And I think that's why we went to five in this. Oh, another maybe down. that five remember this next four time. spot could could kind of move in and out. I think right now, you know, Longview's pretty solid. Texas High is pretty solid. And Tyler yeah. High right now, I mean they're they're riding high. So yeah, I think what would make play each other what, gonna what would make this poll interesting would be to put a number six. That would be the interesting part every week to see who number six would be because I'd have who to go six find is. three at this point. Yeah. Huh? Ooh, yeah. Mount yeah. Pleasant did receive a couple of votes as well. Probably from Corey. No, uh, Kyle voted for Mount Pleasant. Kyle, uh, give us your argument. Jeremy's 
Cherry St. Contrary in there. You got you got Mount Pleasant. I needed 15. He ain't got no argument. He needed a <laughs> team. Yeah, they, that's what I'm talking about, KO. That's why you my man. Hey, I don't care about the rankings. Get them papers out the way. Let's play ball. <laughs> Listen, though. I'm going to help Kyle out because our boy, our, our Tyler Paper correspondent from Nenison also had Mount Pleasant at number five. So, Brandon. Okay. Hey, so if, he know, if he did okay. it, then he knows what he's talking about. Well, okay. Well, you know, there you go. So right. that makes you feel you better. Have some good company with that. Yeah. All right. Who, well, who, who, who'd you not have in there, Ko? That's what I want to know. I don't want to say it. Don't even say it, Brett. Don't even say who it. I need to know. Don't. I need to know. You don't. Can we move on to four A? It's probably. <laughs> gonna, it's probably. Let's just say it's going to make Eddie angry. Let's, let's just move on to four A. Gosh. Let's just move on to four A. Move on to four A. Uh, wow. 4A, what do we have? Uh, same thing as last week, Chapel Hill number one still, or what do we got? Oh, man. Kyle, oh, big, Kyle's, big like that. <laughs> Kyle's like that heel in the Texarkana area. He's a heel up there. <laughs> he comes down here and he's a face. I have a Texarkana school in my 4A. Okay. All right, here we go. 4A, right. start from the bottom. Number 10, new into the rankings this week is Bullard at number 10. Okay. Uh, Brownsboro also new into the rankings at number nine this week. Okay. Sulphur Springs at eight. Gilmer at seven. Van at six. Center at five. Kilmore four. Pleasant Grove three. Carthage two. And Chapel Hill one. Pretty solid there. I think the to me the top five are pretty easy right now. Um, Chapel Hill, Carthage, Pleasant Grove, Kilgore, and Center. I think. That's probably correct with Van. I mean, they've shown a lot right now. They're they're kind of sitting right there at six. Gilmer's a tough rank for me because they're not they haven't played. I mean, they're one and two, but their schedule's very difficult. So we'll know a little more about them this week when they yeah, play. I, I kind of altered mine. I flipped a lot of I flipped a few teams around as I was watching. I was looking at what Max Prep was ranking people, and I kind of didn't agree with them. And then I went back and looked at schedules and stuff, and I was like, you know what? You really can't. You you can't really throw Gilmer too low because they played a pretty good schedule so far. You know, like I mean, Chapel Hill and Van. I mean, yeah, I'm 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 I put I moved them up. I moved them a lot higher than I think I had them before. I I dropped Gilmer a spot. I had Gilmer fourth last week, and I dropped him to fifth this week. I f- I flip flopped them and Kilgore. I put Kilgore at four. And now Gilmer's at five. I still have center behind Gilmer. The only reason I have center behind Gilmer is because I think Gilmer's strength of schedule right now is that's what I was arguing. Yeah, yeah, and because Max Prep put Van over center too, and I was like, really? Yeah, I'm not gonna go that far, but yeah, I, I, but again, I started looking at. I tried to see it from their point of view, and so I, I kind of altered what I did there, and nothing against center, uh, but. I just think looking at the schedule, if you gave that schedule to Gilmer, Gilmer might have been three and zero. Yeah, maybe. I had the same top seven. I had the same same top seven in order. Uh, Brownsboro, I had at number eight. Uh, I had Athens at nine and Bullard at ten. And I only had Brownsboro have Athens because they played and Brownsboro beat them by a point. Uh, otherwise, I think Athens had a great win last week against Rusk. Rusk, I had at number seven or eight last week. Uh, and so for Athens to beat them in a, in a hey, good was that game. Was that painful to have to drop your your Rusk Eagles out of the top ten there? No, man. I, you know they don't love me as much as I love them, and uh, it is what it is, Vince. So, 
So here's I got a new home. Here's here's my here's my surprises where I had. So with all these teams doing so well early and the, at things working itself out, I had Gilmer at ten, and because you win one game out of three, and Paris to me when the Paris game is what did it for me. I don't think Paris is very good. I think they're okay, but Gilmer played pretty even with them, and so I I bumped Gilmer down. Now they beat they beat Lindale this week, and I'll you know I can move them back up, but I did drop them down. Just because you have teams like like uh, Brownsboro and Bullard, have, they've won every game in front of them, and that's all you can do on your schedule. Eventually, those mm-hmm. will, they're going to play the the Carthages and and things of the world, and so they'll it'll all work itself out. But I did yeah. bring Gilmer down just because they have lost a couple of games. I also gave Athens and Palestine some love. I put them at nine and ten in my poll at the bottom. I only brought in Brownsboro um, on mine. I had. Uh, brought in Brownsboro just because I thought with their schedule they played, they had a little harder schedule than Bullard, who was also 3-0 in, in my opinion. So I brought Brownsboro in there for the top 10. That was my only team I, that entered that wasn't in there. Okay. Yeah, this poll is going to be very interesting. The the, the bottom 6 through 10 are going to kind of kind of be shuffling themselves around. Unless there's just yeah, they'll crazy, move around a lot. Crazy upset up top. I, I think we're going to. We're going to keep that that the way it is. Okay. All right, let's go. This next poll is always interesting. 3A, 2A, and taps. All right. At spot number 10, we have into the poll this week. Cooper makes its debut in the poll this week at number 10. Um, Hooks is now at 9. Garrison at 8. Mount Vernon at 7. Beckville at 6. Dangerfield at 5. Troop at four, Winsboro three, Malakoff two, and Timpson remains at one. Thoughts, guys? Craziness. Craziness. <laughs> Craziness. So Dangerfield loses at Timpson by a touchdown, and they fall. Uh, Winsboro, okay, if you want to argue Winsboro, Dangerfield, okay, I, I can live with that argument. You want to argue Troop and Dangerfield? Come on, man. If Troop and Dangerfield played this week, Dangerfield would boat race them. It wouldn't even be a close game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second of all, how do we not have ARP in the rankings at this point? Right? Like, what what do you what do you want to argue against ARP? They beat Joaquin, they dominate Carlisle, and they lose to Garrison, who we have in here at, at uh, in the poll as well. Um I don't know. I, I, I think I, I think it's the parity that does it on this poll, Jeremy. There, there's such parity down at the bottom. Um, I mean, you've got teams that receiving volt, votes this week. You have Garrison, Beckville, Bullard, Alba Golden, Revolt. They're 3-0. and They haven't allowed a point this year, which is yeah. kind of – Okay, look at the opponent. Forget that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, Crossroads. Crossroads is 3-0 too. We won't put Crossroads hey, in here. Talk to your boy Brandon Ogden. He he was the one that put Alba Golden. I, I understand. That's because they had he had a little feature on Alba Golden in the paper this week, so he had to show him yeah, some love. He had yeah he had to. They do already right hate him. me in Alba, so they. Okay, I, mean, said I can say what I want now. Yeah, <laughs> Overton's three and zero. We want. I mean, we put Overton in there. Come on. I mean, I get it. I get it. But to me, I can live with Art not being in there. Whatever. I, I think that's wrong. But you want to put Dangerfield at five after losing. By touchdown on the road at Timpson, the best we're we're crowning Timpson already. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't I had Dangerfield at four. I voted Dangerfield at four. Uh, I, had yeah, three. I had Dangerfield at five. I had him at five also. You guys, so, me and Jeremy, we we had. But him up that's up because up. for me, I I still had Beckville up high. 
So I kept Beckville so, up there. Hold on a second. I never took so, Beckville down. So where and did, I think I I put Cooper up there. I'm trying to see where, where Brandon had them. Because that's going to be... Uh, let's see what his poll looks like. By the way, they finished. They okay, lost by touchdown so, without their quarterback. So here we go. So everybody can... Uh, as at, at Brandon O Sports, go yeah. We Brandon, he did not have Dangerfield in his poll. Out. So he put Alba Golden in, but not Dangerfield. Well, then hey. his poll skewed. But throw it out. <laughs> throw it out. So that's why. Throw I it out. If Alba Golden and Dangerfield played on a field today, yeah. Dangerfield would hang seventy. So let's let's uh let's. This is what Brandon has. He has Timson, Malakoff, Winsboro, Mount Vernon, Troop, Love Lady, Grace Community. New Diana, Palestine, Westwood, Alba Golden, top ten. New Diana, New Diana. Send send all your all your hate hate uh, tweets to Brandon O Sports. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna stop doing them polls. I'm I'm with it, Brandon. Hey, I did it last last week, Brandon. I vote for chaos. Let's do it. Break break the bracket. Break I the bracket. That's what, hashtag break the bracket. Yeah, he, he had to have forgotten Dangerfield, right? I mean, surely he probably but, did. It's, it's, it's he had to. Remember he had to. There's no so, way. There's no way he left. He Dangerfield just. He off just there. forgot. And now yeah. he's reminded. Oh yeah, I probably yeah. should have put them in there. Oh man, <laughs> Jeremy, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, Jeremy, Jeremy freeze frame. Jeremy's look. It's like, <laughs> like for me, it's you know what, Eddie, you're right. Eddie, you're exactly right in the chat. Just like the coaches poll in college football, we should have to post everybody's poll every week. Nah. I don't need nobody coming for me. Nah. <laughs> you won't give me no way. You know I don't nah. look at social media. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't, that's not a good idea. He said Dangerfield is not in East Texas. Huh? I don't know. Okay. Where? Maybe he already – Eddie must have already messaged him. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh you know Eddie. Eddie probably already. Hey, yeah, I will say this is always a lot of fun, and and you know it just shows this this classification here is is so just. There's so many teams that are doing well right you now. You really could honestly. We should only be arguing probably the top five. Uh, outside of that, the rest of these teams could all be number six. You know, man, the hate, so. the hate, Eddie. I'm okay with it. By the way, um, I'm going to see that masterful Alba Golden team tomorrow when they play Big Sandy. So I'll be shooting highlights of that one. So they haven't been scored on yet. We'll have to see if they get scored on. Will Kyle be the bad luck for Alba Golden? Who knows? They probably think I will. Watch. They if 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 they I don't think they're gonna lose. I think Alba's gonna win. But if they were to lose and they see me there, just (laughs) just wait. Eddie, oh, it's because he was there. Eddie Eddie's giving you some love. He said he's 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 playing with he's he's giving you a hard time. That's what we like about this show, Eddie. We, we appreciate you being on with us. Um, that's going to do it for this week's show. If you want to see where, what we actually picked this week for week four, uh, make sure you check out the Beast from the East show. Uh, we released that this morning. There's on YouTube and on our uh, also on the app. If you want to check out our podcast there. Um, guys, I feel good about my picks this week. I think I'm going undefeated. I Kyle, think I'm going to uh, tell us where you're going to be at this week, Kyle. Well, tomorrow I'm being Big Sandy for the Big Sandy Alba Golden game, shooting first half highlights of that one. Then Friday night, be with the big boys. We'll be at Lobo Stadium in Longview for the matchup between Longview and Lufkin. So looking forward to that one. And going to have to get some popcorn at halftime from Lobo Stadium. They have the best popcorn in the press box anywhere I've ever been. 
Oh, okay. okay. All right. We know where Jeremy's going to be. Uh, that game's in White Oak tomorrow night, right, Coach? Or uh, Friday night. Yeah, we'll be at White Oak, 7 o'clock kickoff. Homecoming for the Roughnecks. Oh, the disrespect. Putting you up on bad, bad, bad week to disrespect this game. I'll be honest with you. Man. Bad week. I know. I'm just going to tell you, it was the wrong week. Oh, Vince. Over yeah. under 50 points. <laughs> over uh, under. Um, not by not total by y'all. I still think it's probably under. I guess the fair question would be over under six for them. Seven. Uh, Ooh. I'm going under because even if they do score, you're blocking the extra point. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> and return uh, said we're giving them nothing. What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Uh, what they say in uh, Remember the Titans? We're gonna he blitz said, all night. He said, I don't want to get one of them across that line. I'm taking every last one of you out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Long week to be the homecoming uh, opponent. I'm just gonna well, tell you. And, and speaking of homecoming, uh, Vince and I will be at Chapel Hill's homecoming this week, calling the game in Chapel Hill as they will take on Nacogdoches. Uh, game Ooh. time at seven thirty, and uh, that game Here's will be. A question for that one. What's that? Does, does Chapel Hill score fifty again? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe in the yeah. first half. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Go ahead. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Kidding. I ain't gonna say the first half because I feel like we always start kind of slow and then we pick up speed in the second uh, half. Yeah. But we scoring fifty. It's gonna score. You gonna score? 50. Yeah, it's gonna. Brisbane be. and Stewart out in the third quarter. Yeah. Absolutely. After three quarters, I think they're done. All right. um, that game will be on Texan Live. We'll also have the audio feed on our YouTube channel. Um, so check it out. Also, we'll have the the Center Rough Riders. We'll be hosting Dangerfield this week. It'll be a great game. Also on NSN. So if you're at a game, Kyle, you can check I out that game. On I don't have app. time for all that. But oh. I can watch it when I get home. Jeremy can't watch it. He's too busy coaching. You know, well, he may be done coaching in the third quarter, so he can pull out his app. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for Jeremy, for Kyle, for Vince, thanks, uh, Professor Diggs, for joining us tonight. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you next week right here on the Weekly Wrap-Up Show. Everybody have a great football weekend. Not everybody. Peace. Is your demanding work lifestyle in need of fire-resistant clothing that can keep up? Well, L4FR clothing should be your go-to for quality, affordability, safety, and style. L4FR was founded by a third-generation oil field worker who is also a veteran. Thus, this company has a deep appreciation for reliability and longevity, all while we provide first-rate customer service. Our durable apparel will serve you well for many years to come, whether you're working on a pipeline, a lineman climbing utility poles, or in any other environment requiring fire-resistant apparel. L4FR has you covered. Our apparel is tough enough to resist hazardous conditions while still providing high comfort and style. L4FR provides clothing options to ensure your safety and comfort, whether you're on the job or not. To view our complete inventory of flame-resistant garments, please visit our online store at L4FRclothing.com or give us a call at 817-757-4935. Si habla espanol. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? 
At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority. sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact azalea orthopedics our specialists serve patients across east texas for proven trusted medical care you have a choice demand azalea 